Zone's going to make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. Blake Anderson and the Aggies welcome in BYU for a showdown against the Cougars in Maverick Stadium. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Friday at 6. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Everybody ready? Uh oh! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on! I know you can hear me. It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live today. From Wasatch Front, Kia, 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 up here on Riverdale Road in Ogden, 770 West Riverdale Road, to be exact. Drop on by and see us. We're going to be talking a lot about what they've got going on here throughout the show. Not only uh, great inventory, great prices, but also fantastic service. So we will get into that uh, as the show goes along. Uh, Producing today, of course, Austin Horton back at our uh, Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. And Gordon will be along with us shortly. He had some world-famous Tribune work to do and uh, will be here, we hope, within the next few minutes. But we don't want to encourage Gordon to, you know, let it all out on the freeway if he's listening. Gordon, you've made it a, a, a goal of yours to, to drive at a responsible rate, and we'll, we will hold down the fort until you get here. Uh, Austin, how are you today? I'm great. That didn't sound very convincing. Why? It's that bad, huh? I hate losing things. I hate oh, people yeah. losing things. I really just don't like things being lost. Yeah, you had you have an incident at home. You know, you don't need to dive all the way into it. Where where something important was lost around the house? Maybe not. Uh, Could be at spent, Lagoon. We don't. Uh, we've we've traced our entire summer's steps everywhere we've gone. It's 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 gone. It's forever gone. Uh, not not like a wedding ring though. Like not. No, something that matters. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. It, let me ask you this, Austin. You know, not all relationships or couples are the same. But is there one uh, member of your relationship or your marriage that loses things more frequently than the other? Oh yeah, there is. There is. Okay. There's all one right. of us that uh, is very anal retentive when it comes to this goes in this taped off spot like the hammer in the garage has been outlined with duct tape and that's where when you're done with it it goes right back in that outline and the other one of us is it could be anywhere that we've ever been in our lives from the time we were three until now so right okay and what does it matter just be happy 
Here's here's the issue that that I've got uh, with this situation, Austin, is that I'm similar. And my wife definitely misplaces things more than I do because I have a system, Austin. If it matters, I set it down in the same spot. That they, it it really it yeah. really works works for me, and I feel like I'm quite good at finding her stuff as well. Even oh. though I get very vague instruction uh-huh. most of the time, and maybe I'm not uh, being self aware enough with that take, but I I think I'm fairly decent, you know. And she's like, okay, well, where's my wallet? And it's like, well, I think I saw that in this room, and then I can go get it. Sometimes she'll she'll go, okay, can you go in there and get my wallet? You know, as we're leaving, and it's like, yeah, sure. Where is it? It's on the coffee table. Never on the never. Nope. On the coffee mm-hmm. table. So then no. you have to trace back right. and go, OK, you have to be in, uh, a detective and go, OK, she said it was on the coffee table. That means that the last time she saw it, she was near a table. Let's check all the tables, the things that have been on the table. And I'll tell you this, Jake, it's gotten to the point now where I get an absolute adrenaline rush thrill when I say, have you checked this particular place and the response is ah, of course it's not there you can check if you want it's just it's not there and then so then i go check and lo and behold there there it is yeah so. there it is but you know what uh this is how we, we we go about business of life like i'm very there's this for example there's this wonderful incredible invention i don't know if you've heard of it she hasn't but it's called a wallet and the important things that you need for everyday uh, activities go in that wallet. It's uh, I'll send you a link to this thing called a wallet. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. One issue that one issue that we've got though, Austin, is Love where I Whitney. feel <laughs> I feel like I'm good at, at finding her stuff. I never get credit for it because I have this streak of obliviousness that ruins this whole thing for me. <laughs> like I can't even I can't even bring it up and complain about it with her because when I look in the fridge for the mayonnaise, for example, it's right in front of my face. But yet I have to be like, where is the darn mayonnaise? And she has to come and pull it, you know, right off the shelf, like right literally in front of my face. So I never I, in fact, get blasted for never being able to find anything. And I feel like, hey, I find stuff all the time. It's the stupid obvious crap that the I, stuff that ultimately has no bearing on life's outcomes that I like get mayonnaise up on. Yeah, yeah yeah but right. uh, yeah. that's the yin and the yang right of, of your marriage is you're well, oblivious to things that don't matter and that that's it well it's a good thing uh, Whitney's uh, not going to a lot of liquor stores I mean she probably won't she won't be going in anywhere the, in, uh, in the immediate, import, oh, yeah, in the immediate future uh, you can't really get <laughs> on a plane be, or anything without this uh, particular uh, item so well she could show them their her Costco card or something they, they you could there's more than one bam do library that. card that good yeah, enough here you go found you two go. of them today Jake I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We've never been to a library other than to get the card, but whatever. All right. Well, how I'm are you? I'm glad you're with us. Oh, I'm, I'm quite tired, but that's all right. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear me complain uh, about that. It's, you know, hashtag newborn problems, but we're, you know, we're all right. I, I, it's, I haven't been able to enjoy, you know, more than half an hour to 45 minutes of consecutive sleep for a few days, but it's, it's fine. That's it's fine. That's ridiculous. No, it, she's she's got a, a case of the sniffles. She's having trouble sleeping. It's all good. It's uh, her well-being is uh, obviously the most important thing. But you know the thing with the the newborn kids, Austin. Uh, like we went to the doctor today, and part of me says, "Why did we do that?" Because there's basically nothing you can do for a baby with a with you know the sniffles or a cold or whatever. 
Yeah, the doctor. Like, oh, just... yeah, that's a that's a cold uh, she's got there. Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to, you know, keep her hydrated and uh, and try to snuck all that, uh, su- suck all of that snot out of there uh, when you can. So yeah, have a good day. And then uh, make sure you pay your deductible on the way out. Yeah. Oh no, they they were more helpful than that. I should give them. We we love our pediatrician, but uh, uh, it, sometimes it's like, okay, well, that's what we were doing. So sleepless nights ahead. But that's all right, you know, because we're here. We're at Wasatch Front Kia Kia Kia, which is a place that we very much uh, like to be. There are great folks up here. We were just talking a little NFL football before we uh, jumped on with our boy Justin up here, and uh, big Raiders fan, as you know. Uh, Austin, so he's he's riding high. So the the folks here are great. They'll treat you fantastically well. They'll get you a great deal. And I think we're going to talk a little more about their service department today, where they've got some uh, some great deals for you uh, to get great service uh, on your vehicle as well. Here at Wasatch Front Kia 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 Seven Seventy West Riverdale Road, uh, and Johnny Light here. He is putting out uh, jazz gear for you, or what's the word they use on DJ and PK regalia. Full jazz regalia out here for you. We've got some uh, stars hats, jazz shirts, uh, lots uh, for you just for dropping by and saying hello. We've got a a lot of college football to talk on the show today. Uh, Rumor has it Christian Cox is going to be on the show. Is that correct, uh, Austin? That's correct. Coming up. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't funny. That was pretty funny. That wasn't funny. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Not a pro bowler, but. Christian, uh, 4 o'clock. Stay tuned for that. And then at 5, our guy David Locke is going to jump on the show. Radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He will uh, be broadcasting game, preseason game number one, next Monday. Austin, how mind-blowing is that? Monday, October the 4th, Jazz Basketball will be back. And uh, we'll be, uh, of course, bringing you all of the action all season long right here on the Zone Sports Network. And uh, we'll talk to David about exactly what he expects out of this team coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock Including hour. that uh, open via Zoom live practice this coming Saturday. Right, which, by the way, is a super cool concept. Maybe we'll have to talk about that uh, a little bit more. Um, uh, I think often the fans get excluded. This is a super cool, inclusive way to give the fans kind of an an experience. So uh, an an open practice, if you will. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, Austin. Did you get a chance to see their setup down there at the win for practice? it's pretty cool. They've got uh, several different uh, basketball floors set up in the big ballroom, and right above the basketball floors is, you know, $8,000 crystal chandeliers. So uh, watch out on those uh, Tim Hardaway rainbow shots. I've got to hand it to the Jazz. That's a pretty creative way to have a pretty awesome training camp. You know, gone are the days where, hey, we're going to stay at the La Quinta in Boise and, <laughs> and get ready for the season. Now they commandeer a wing of the win and uh, are going to have one heck of a training camp. But I I get it. You know, set up a way to bond with the team. It's all, the, the goal is all the same, right? You know, we've all uh, – Austin, what are your fav- favorite movies? I know Remember the Titans, and they, they go up and they go to Gettysburg, and, you know, it's it have this camp where everybody comes together. I mean, that's the idea, right? And uh, this is a way to this is a way to do it. Set up some shared experiences, whatever they may be, down there in Vegas. And hey, put a basketball floor on a conference center in the wind, and have at it. I think it's uh, I think it's uh, awesome. So we'll we'll see how it does. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think Jerry Sloan back in the day would approve uh, uh, Austin. 
Uh, where did they go? They went to Cedar City a couple times, right? And, and you mentioned Boise. Yeah. Uh, Pocatello, I remember there was a Pocatello in there. Was at the, there? The old uh, ISU dome, whatever they called it. The the small dome. What do they call it? Not the super dome. It's like the mini dome, I think. But that anyway, yeah. It's dome like a that's in the middle of nowhere when you drive through that town. Yeah, and you and you, and it shares space with cow and sheep stalls for the county fair. Yeah, that was that was how that's it was the back one. in the day. Yeah. Well, Vegas, Vegas, baby. Uh, so we'll talk some Utah Jazz with David Locke coming up. But right now, let's dive into some uh, some college football. I know Hans and Scotty uh, talked about this on their show. I wanted to kind of further the conversation those two were having. Let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. From BYU, he's our good friend Mason Wake. What's your take on Utah State as a rival? Is there a little more juice to the game or is it just the same old, same old? I mean, you got to treat every game, not like it's a rival, but like it's a serious game. But it's not viewed like as Utah or like a Boise State. But I mean, they're still one of our rivals and we need to go up there and take care of business. And I think they play hard in front of their fans, especially in night game against BYU. Some of the quotes, I think Neil Pau said something that could probably motivate them and a few other players, but I mean, they're just going to come out ready to go. I've never seen Utah State as a rival. I know that there's the wagon wheel and stuff, but I've only played them once. I didn't play them the last time that we won it because I was suspended. So, I mean, I just see them as another team. We saw Utah as another team, so that's what we're going to do it as. Playing BYU is definitely a rivalry on both sides, playing at the University of Utah and now here at Utah State. It's a fun game. It's a rivalry game. At the yeah. end of the day, there's a lot of emotion especially in the community. It's an emotional game. That's what I'll say about it. And I've just heard some people trying to say, you know, it's not a rivalry. BYU-Utah one's a rivalry. And I'm like, I've played at both, and it is a rivalry nonetheless. Yeah. For those who have recently said that, I would say, yeah, I would try and forget the last couple years where they've lost at home too, if I were them. I mean, this is a rivalry. I respect this team. Obviously, you can see on film, they are a really good team, a great opponent for us to go face. But don't get it twisted. This is still a rivalry, and we will bring that intensity to this game. I do consider them a rival, but I think more than anything, Utah State is just another team to play. Oftentimes, there's people who really dislike us, and to us, they're just another team, and I feel like Utah State is a good example of that. I grew up in Utah County. I was recruited a little bit by BYU, and there's some trying to claim that it's not a rivalry. I've already had a bunch of my friends on the BYU team sending me pictures of the wagon wheel and, you know, in our group messages with all of our friends trying to get score predictions. It's a rivalry. They might not want to think it is they're going to come in here and think that they're going to get an easy win and we're going to bring the energy level like it's a rivalry and at the end of the day we'll see what happens all right there you go great job by austin putting that together the uh, the first voice you heard was mason wake on wake's takes yesterday on the show or uh yeah yesterday on the show followed by neil powell then nick henninger from uh, the utah state coaches show followed by gabe summers and then also from the coaches show Derek wright little bit of the back and forth with the players the different attitudes towards this game or or at very least the different attitudes that they are choosing to project uh out there publicly from the byu side so mason um to his credit he didn't uh, he didn't want to go so far as to give utah state material but uh, certainly neil and gabe did putting it out there from the byu side that hey this is another game and just because they view us as a rival doesn't mean that this is a rivalry game. Well, that was interesting coming from Gabe there where he's like, ah, oh, there might be a lot of teams out there that think we're their rival. Yeah, it, you know, we don't view them that way. Yeah, I bet, uh, you know, it's a very, uh, what's a USC way to think. 
right? Or or Lakers, way to think. Or, or Notre to, Dame. Or Notre Dame to, to project out there. Oh, a lot of people consider us their rival, but, you know, we don't. We don't think that way uh, whatsoever. Whereas on the Utah State side of things, you know, they're going with, hey, you know, in Henniger's case, like, hey, I played on both sides of the thing. Trust me, you know, it's a rivalry. And, uh, and then uh, Derek Wright going, I grew up. I grew up in Utah County. I this is not my first day off the bus. I know how this goes, but that also kind of plays into the stereotype, right? Where the 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 Utah State who's perceived, at least by the BYU players, as the little brother. Oh, of course they're going to make a big deal out of this whole thing, and then Utah State, of course, makes it uh, makes it a big deal. I I get back to a conversation that uh, that we had earlier in the week, Austin. That this thing became. A whole lot more interesting once Utah State started to hold hold its own. I mean, I get and and listening to Hans uh, and and Hans is very po- passionate about the imports importance, excuse me, uh, of this rivalry. But Hans, keep in mind, uh, has a very personal connection to Utah State, and some people uh, were not uh, all that nice to Hans when he'd go play there in Logan because those fans felt like because of Hans's last name. He should be playing in Logan, and I certainly understand why Hans would feel that way about that game. That makes a whole lot of sense. But I wonder, you know, when BYU was rolling Utah State, because Hans also talked about how they losing to Utah State would be devastating, and that was part of the argument for why it's important. But I just that that's like losing to any bad team. He was comparing it to he'd rather lose the Idaho State uh, game than the Utah State. Well, it was the same argument back in the day. He, he never wanted to, or his teams, I should say, never wanted to lose to Utah State because they didn't belong on the same field. And I don't know what kind of rivalry that really is, right, or or what kind of uh, emotion or juice that that generates. But when Utah State got up off the mat and it started, of course, with Gary Anderson and, and Matt Wells, and we all know the water that's gone under the bridge, but when, when that football program uh, got up and started winning some football games and started uh, beating BYU, among other teams. You know, I remember when uh, when Gary beat uh, BYU for the first time up there in, in Logan. And I believe Scotty was saying, and, and I should have fact-checked this, I apologize, but uh, they, there was some debate on their show as, as well about Kalani might be 2-2, two and two, I believe, against the Aggies. But I think I think this game... The rivalry that always exists, I'm not saying that there wasn't a rivalry back in Hans' time, but the rivalry that always exists existed, the, the gas gets poured on the fire because either team could win. And all of a sudden there's, you know, personal feelings and all of a sudden you, you remember specific moments and, and during the game and all of a sudden that puts more juice and more energy uh, into the actual rival. That, that truly is my opinion. And so if... Give it two and two. Thank you, Austin. So that is confirmed. And and so I don't know, you know, I, I'm i fine with BYU and, and Utah State players putting whatever they want out there in the, the public uh, sphere. I think it, it, it honestly adds to the fun of the whole thing. But if let me ask you this, Austin. If you're BYU, uh, a, a team under Kalani, and, and coach has gone two and two against the Aggies, I don't think you're allowed to take the – 
well, this is just another game to us. And not in a Bronco way, where Bronco says, we treat every game the same. Of course, this is no different. But in a way like, oh, they may think of us that way, but we don't think of them that way. You know, in that, in that type of – like, if you're 2-2 two and two against them in the last four matchups, I think you forfeit the, the, the uh, credibility to take that attitude. Yeah, I'm with you there, and I wonder. I wonder if uh, Kalani Sitake and the the rest of the coaches down there are displeased with uh, the way their players have handled this in the media this week because, and I don't mean to make a mountain out of any molehill here, but it is Nick Henninger along the lines of what you're pointing out. They lost to Utah State in Provo not two seasons ago, to October 2018, and they lost like 45 to 20. Like, not even close. Now, every season is different. That's a different team then than it is now. But has BYU really going 11-1 in a COVID year and then starting this season at 4-0, is that enough of a body of work for BYU to hold their nose up at Utah State and go, oh, you're a cute little team that thinks you're our yeah. rival? I'm right. with you on that one. I want, and I wonder how much the coaching staff uh, is displeased with how this has been handled in the media. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But it's it's consistent enough out, out of the, the BYU end of things. You wonder if it's a coordinated effort. I don't know. Maybe BYU thinks uh, these players, you know, Neil and Gabe, that they can get into Utah State's head. I don't know. Maybe it's those mind games. Although I, I got to think that coaches work so hard to keep bulletin board material away from the other team that there's got to be something to it, right? Yeah. Well, and, and if we look at it from a talent standpoint, Jake, I think Utah State has overachieved this season. I think BYU may have, at least on paper, overachieved a little bit as well from what was expected, but not like Utah State. The only thing that I think can even uh, this, this out a little more is, of course, injury or emotion. And maybe a combination of both gives Utah State that edge that they need to make it a game with BYU and maybe escape with a win. And what I mean by all this is BYU doesn't need to be doing what they're doing. They just need to, as Mason Wake said a hundred times yesterday, take care of business. They don't need to worry about if it's a rivalry or not. Utah State doesn't need any more motivation to try and beat BYU on Friday. All right, we're live here at Wasatch Front, Kia, 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 770 West, Riverdale Road, right up here in Ogden. Come by and uh, and see us. They have a great service department, not to mention a lot of great inventory. They want to uh, they want to take care of you. Our boy, uh, our boy uh, Justin up here has a has an SUV. He wants to show to Gordon when Gordon pulls in. Thinks he'll be right up his alley. Uh, an SUV for Gordon Monson. Yeah, yeah, but kind of like on the sportier SUV. I was, was going to say, uh, knowing Gordon, it, it's got to be, it's got to have uh, two commas in the price for it to be worth Gordon's time, you know. So, well, I'm sure they can upcharge him on something. <laughs> that <laughs> undercoating, uh, they don't hey, offer. Though, but, yeah. You know what? Where those seat covers right there? We're gonna. We're going to add a couple of, you know, $50,000 seat covers. Uh, all right. Kia is Co- a nice ride, though. It's not, oh, yeah, it's not great. Beautiful. the Kia of 20 years ago. It is a nice well, and, ride. And this staff, these these folks up here, uh, and, uh, of course, the Katrubas family, they're legends in this area because they do uh, do things the right way and take care of folks. So take advantage of it. 770 West, Riverdale Road, Wasatch Front, Kia, Kia, Kia. 
we will get to more coming up next. Uh, maybe we'll get an update on Gordon. Hopefully he's close. We'll talk to Gordon Monson coming up. Don't forget Christian Cox at 4, Thanks David Lock at 5. Up. And uh, what's going on at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. Kalani Sataki and BYU take their undefeated record to Logan for a showdown against the Aggies. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action beginning with a Cougar preview show. Friday at 6 on 97.5 FM with a post-game show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your Cougars at 30 update here on the big show. Here is Mason Wake from Wake's Takes talking about the game. Yeah, I honestly love it. I love playing in front of our home fans, but playing against away fans and just having the student section be next to us is pretty fun. Honestly, I like it. My first game I ever played in was against Tennessee, and the student section was right behind us, and there was 95,000 people there screaming, and I just loved it. Like, I couldn't hear the quarterback when he was snapping the ball, but, I mean, that just kind of atmosphere is just awesome, and Utah State is like that. Their fans are right next to us. They're out there when we're in pregame, and it's just fun. Yeah, they, they talk some crap, but I'd say the worst fans I ever played in front of was Coastal Carolina. Like, those fans were not nice in the slightest. This update brought to you by our friends at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's the classic Rickster, Killer, Handsome Rob, Pastrami, Fajita, or a Killer Breakfast Burrito. And don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger. Just off I-15 inside Tippinogas, Harley-Davidson, that's Marley's. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Broadcasting live today, Wasatch Front, Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road in Ogden. Real quick, and uh, Gordon is going to join us here in a moment. Uh, but Austin, David James once again is giving us the donks on Sunday afternoon. Might I put in another plug for the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. Get that Red Zone channel because you know, why are we stuck with Green Bay or with uh, with Denver every darn Sunday in the afternoon when I might be actually able to watch a little NFL football not on DVR or I can just dial it up and, and consume it. And it's the darn Broncos 
every single Sunday. Our other option would be uh, would be Pittsburgh Green Bay. Give me Rodgers. Oh, that's I a no-brainer. Br- I don't want Bridgewater. Give me Rodgers. Who, who's who does Denver play again? Uh, Baltimore. Uh. I know Baltimore, interesting opponent, but you still have to watch Denver. It, when your best player is your field goal kicker, are you an interesting opponent? No. Sorry, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not entirely <laughs> accurate. But, but really, I'm I'm sick of it too. Like, Shame on you, David James. Do better. I think he's doing it on purpose at this I point. I think he is too. Get, be better. At David there. DJ James, let him know. Just entirely not satisfied. <laughs> uh, joining me now, got to you. Got to turn it up there, Gordon. Uh, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Oh, hello, 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 hello. Yeah, we got you, buddy. How's yeah. my levels? Test, 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 Austin test, will test. tell us. How about uh, we proceed now. with the yeah. show? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. How's it going? Good. I was listening to you guys on the way up. I heard you talking about losing stuff. And uh, do we ever find out what it was that uh, we hinted Whitney at lost her license or her wallet or something? Uh, my, uh, was, we was? know that in your relationship, you are the one who loses things. Not true. Not true. In fact, uh, Friday, I believe it was, my wife had a, uh, it was a small purse-like thing. And she uh, left that at a restaurant where we went to eat. But we did not realize that she had left it there. And so we came home. And uh, the next morning, we tore the place apart looking for Because that had everything in there. Everything. Including your car keys that you lost twice in a week and a half? Yeah, I was going to say, how many times did your sons-in-law have to find your car keys? I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't didn't one of them have to drive all the way to the arena to find your car key? I don't think so. I think you're miss, uh, missing. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, she lost, every, she lost her wallet. So... Yeah, she called over to the restaurant and said, hey, I think I might have left my... And uh, they uh, they said, no, we don't have it here. So she went over to the restaurant, and sure enough, there it was. Well, I'm glad. So don't take no for an answer, folks. Scotty G, by the way, Austin just tweeted uh, me. He said, uh, calm down, Jake. DJ made the correct choice. We know you love your Broncos, Scotty. And I, I feel uh, I feel good for you and Brody and enjoy the game. Have a nice father-son moment. But that means that, come on, I don't want to watch the Broncos again. Nobody Plus, does. Scotty's got the Red Zone channel. So uh, why why does he need it on channel two? He can watch it all the time. Well, because, you know. He Brody, wants everyone you to know, suffer. Brody wants to watch defense, every though. single snap. I mean, how often are the Broncos going to be in the Red Zone? Okay, you know, well, you can't even going to be on that as well. Then I'll bet not even going to be on that channel. That's not true because <laughs> Scotty has dish oh, the dish professionals. Oh. Well, uh, so he's he's going to watch it with his kid. I got it. It's all right. How you been? You all right? You got enough? You got quite enough sleep? Yeah, right? I'm fine. Okay. I'm just grumpy about having to watch the Broncos. And why David James has to do this to us? Well, every well first of all, week. it's not that big a deal. Boy, I like watching NFL football. <laughs> It's a big deal it's, to me. No, no. This is your hate factor kicking in. Oh, you then know. I enjoy watching a team I hate lose? No, no. <laughs> no. You know that there are people out there who love watching the Broncos. And so since you root against your friends' teams, you don't want to see them. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a derivative of your sports hate. 
but we're a Raiders town now. We don't want to see the donks anymore. <laughs> Thanks for speaking for everybody. We're a Raiders town now. <laughs> Thank you for speaking for everybody, Jake. Just give us something else. Somebody, someone like DJ has just gotten it into his mind that this town loves the Broncos. Look, I know you're causing problems here, but you know for a fact that DJ doesn't make that call. He, I, he does make that call. He, no, he doesn't. He, are you saying that DJ isn't a big deal down at Channel 2, that he can't, he can't make those types of decisions? Because personally, I know what a, what a big voice he has in that newsroom. I don't think he makes that decision, no. Well, if, even if he doesn't, he doesn't not not make that decision. <laughs> now, that sounds like the voice and, of a man who's looking for any reason he can to hate. And thanks for playing along with the joke. You know, you can play along. It's funny that David James gets calls complaining about the, the, the Broncos in the newsroom. That's funny. But here's the thing. I've had it up to here with your jokes. Ah. <laughs> Why? This one doesn't even impact you. I know, but I'm sticking up for, uh, for the everyman. David James is the everyman? <laughs> <laughs> David James is a lot of things. I don't believe he is the everyman, no. He, I think he considers himself that. I don't. Born the son of a math teacher? Come on, what yeah. are you trying to do? Yeah. You just work hard for everything he's ever gotten. I, I didn't I didn't say otherwise. Yeah, that, that, I think that qualifies as an everyman. Uh, Does it not? How have I, you I, built, yeah. this, built this bogus image of being the guy next door? Very carefully. Yeah, right. I don't know if I'm he calling... He's the guy next door. I don't know if I'm calling any television personality the everyman. I don't... Oh. <laughs> no. No. A star like David James, the everyman? Yeah. No. I got to be... But anyway, he... The DJ very... is that guy you sit... You're, you're, at, the, you're at the sports grill or okay. bar or whatever, and DJ's sitting next to you, and he's he's talking to you sports. That's what he does. He's, he's a guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's let's an everyman. not man. get distracted from the fact that you just felt it necessary to ruin my joke for some reason. A joke that's I told been you, a I've running... Had, I've had it up to here a, with your jokes. A joke that I've been making for years on end. <laughs> Like, if there's anybody out there listening to the show that actually thinks that David James makes the choice, please call in. Well, they do. They listen to you and they say, oh, man, Jake's a man of his word. He's telling the truth. I don't think they do, though. Well, give yourself some credit. You're a tremendous slouch. No, I think people understand a good joke when they hear one. But, but oh, <laughs> David doesn't actually make the, make the call. Thank you. You mean the, the local two news guy doesn't you know, make the make the decision for the no. Columbia broadcast? Whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, he doesn't uh, make the go decision. Go figure. No, don't the local affiliates have to say so on what they're no, doing? He, no. In fact, David himself tweets out these vast maps where okay. CBS has drawn All right. who's going to get what. Well, look, uh, one other bone to pick with you guys. You're blowing this way out of proportion with those BYU players said. Neil, Neil no, pa- he did Neil that Powell, on purpose. Maybe, but, I mean, no. Did you hear what Gabe Summerhead said? Yeah, I heard it. But I don't think it's that disrespectful. He said it? other teams view us as a rival, but, you know. I do consider them a rival, but I think more than anything, Utah State is just another team to play. I feel like uh, oftentimes there's people who really dislike us, and to us, they're just another team. And I feel like Utah State is a uh, is a good example of that. Okay, okay. come on, all right. All right so Come on. He made one mistake there. 
He used the word just. But none of this is a mistake, by the way. With, I don't know. Hey, these guys can say whatever they want. I'm not criticizing. Well, how is that just, to their advantage? To put down the other team? Yes. All that's going to do is fire up the other guys so that they're going to be in a fever pitch when you roll into their stadium. Maybe it's to fire you up. Say, oh, man, these guys got no chance. They're beneath us. Oh, oh you think Utah State players think that? No, There's I think no BYU players think that. That's what they're uh, saying. Why would they say it then? Why would BYU players say yeah. it, say they're beneath us? Yeah. That, for the reason I just said. What? Explain again. That's the ultimate confidence. These guys don't even belong on the same field as oh, us. Oh, that's just a stupid mistake. But I don't think it's I don't think it's as bad as you're making it say. That's he said that on purpose, and so did Neil. <laughs> so you think this is a concerted effort to put the Aggies down, or to talk trash? Put them down, certainly. But maybe it's trash talk. Maybe it's psychological. I don't know. But. Mm. They did that on purpose, for sure. Well, you might be right, but uh, that just seems odd to me. Well, I mean, Mason, why would you? That's like that's like saying I'm going to put this fire out with. Oh, how about this uh, can of gas? Yeah, but Mason confirmed as much basically to us yesterday in Wake's takes, where he kind of snickered and he's like, oh, "Neil might have given him something to chew on." They know what he did. <laughs> Well, I think it's stupid because certainly Utah State is good enough to beat. That's the why most coaches hate that stuff. Yeah. That's why most most coaches really work hard not to give the other team anything. I actually appreciate that they weren't given um, talking points for the media. And, and well, usually I, they are. Right. I appreciate that they're, they're maybe they did, and maybe they're uh, casting those aside, which I applaud even more. Or maybe, maybe that's what the coaches really think. And, hey, I, maybe that's the message they're sending. And I, 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 I love Utah State. The, their players' reaction was great. It, it just adds more interest to this game, which is terrific. It's just the whole argument, is this a rivalry? What a stupid thing to say. Of course it's a rivalry. It's a rivalry. These two schools are in the state of Utah. How would it not be a rivalry? Is BYU a rival with SEU? No, but or come Weber? on. You know what, what I'm about, saying. Uh, Utah State plays at a higher level. What about the College of Eastern Utah, which is now Utah State mining and farming or something? <laughs> you don't even know the name of the school. It's Utah State, but I can't remember what they named the specific branch. <laughs> what you call farming and mining? I don't know. It's mining and something. They teach mining down there. Well, there are some mines down that way. A few. Yeah. That's that's true. I just don't think it was that. You know, it's like nobody is saying pump my gas. But I think you agree with me, though, that it becomes much more so of a rivalry when both teams can hold their own. Yeah. Like, but back- it's a rivalry either way. I mean, but- it is. You don't dictate that uh, Utah State isn't a rival of ours when they are. They play at generally the same level, and they are what? What are they, about 100 miles away from Provo? It wasn't always the same level, though. That's my point. When BYU was burying them by 30 every year. Yeah, but there was a time when Utah State was burying BYU. Okay. Other side of the coin, then. It probably didn't feel like much of a rival back then either. (laughs) Well, it it is a rivalry. Anybody who says it's not. They're playing. How many non-rivalry games do you play for a wagon wheel? You know, that's that's a freaking wagon wheel. Have you seen that thing? That's a big old thing. I remember seeing that once just tucked in a corner somewhere. (laughs) Back in the 70s. Exactly. It was tucked in a corner. Nobody cared about it. So they just tucked it in a corner because it wasn't a rivalry. Yeah, it's true. It was just a token. They probably lost it and had to replace it with a fake.
It was oh, like that so. stupid rock with the Skyline Olympus rivalry that was so one-sided for so long. I saw it holding up my math teacher's door once. <laughs> what do you mean holding it up? Holding it uh, open. Open. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. How much of a rivalry is it then? Although I will tell you, to your point, there was there was certainly dislike uh, between the two. But it's Even a it's, it, look. It's a wagon wheel. What are you going to do with a wagon wheel? You can't put it in a trophy case. Sure, you can. You can do something by, besides throw it in the corner. It's a wheel. It's not a mop bucket. <laughs> Use it as a prize wheel. <laughs> now that's what that's what I got to see. When two teams, bitter rivals, are playing for a mop bucket. Yeah, now that would be that would be something unique. I I could I could get into that. We're up here at Wasatch Front Kia, Kia, Kia. Come see us, 770 West Riverdale Road in Ogden. Grab some jazz gear. Uh, we have some jazz gear for you, so make sure you come up and take advantage of that. Well, more of the big show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. So you got the Cougars at home Friday night. Obviously, you are new to the Cache Valley, but when I moved here, I had it explained to me that Utah State fans really loathe all the BYU fans in Cache Valley. Come out, gives that rivalry some real extra juice. What have you heard about BYU? What have you seen about BYU on TV? What do you think about this game coming up? Yeah, everybody's made really clear to me since day one that I got here that I got to hate BYU. So <laughs> I've gotten the message loud and clear. They are the most talented team we have faced if we clean up the mistakes we can play with these guys and this is a game that we can win we got to play great ball we got to do everything right but we can win this game on friday night and man wouldn't that be a great way to keep the season going catch dj and pk mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Sure, Utes at 50 update here on the big show. Here's Coach Witt talking about uh, coaching against turnovers and mistakes. TJ came in and, and really did a nice job. You're right. I mean, the long of 60 really was the big one, but uh, he was very consistent. I thought Jaquin and Jackson gave us some good things until we, you know, put the ball on the ground in the red zone. You know, we had some carries by Chris Curry as well. He gave us a, a couple carries. But uh, overall, we've got to really kind of hone in on that running game and find out uh, who's going to be the primary ball carrier and get the, the uh, carries. We'd like uh, Tavion Thomas to be involved, but again, he put the ball on the ground. It was uh, after the play had been blown dead, but you got to secure the football. I mean, that's the bottom line. This update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner, Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. BYU hits the road to square off against Utah State in Logan as the Cougars look to keep their undefeated dream season alive. Hear every second of every minute of the game on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with the pregame show Friday at 6. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's 
Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, REM, selected by our guy Johnny Lightfoot, who's our on-site engineer today. And brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com. What was that, what was that uh, CD slash album record, whatever, uh, by, uh, by that REM that was so good? Johnny, what was the name of that that big selling one? Bed knobs and broomsticks. You know the, the one with uh, the Abbey no. Abbey Road. <laughs> Greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, that, that did. Out, of Out of time. Yeah, that's it. That's a lot of good songs on that. Then. I haven't right. heard REM for a while. That was a good choice. Yeah, Although REM, the one guy from REM did insult the Beatles at one time. Well, I like him even more now. Or at least George Harrison took it as a slight. What did he say? I don't know. He said something that diminished the Beatles as though they weren't that big a deal. And you know, The Beatles were worse than the Monkees. Kind of uh, like that? Here we go. The Beatles are um, worse than Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Play them all. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. You already played that one. No, he played the monkeys one. Oh, okay. Anyway, I uh, I, I think the all Beatles are the are... most overrated band in history. That is correct. No. Yeah, yeah. You guys. Uh, anyway, uh, it, so George Harrison uh, bristled a little bit at uh, REM's comments. George Harrison, the most talented Beatle. Is that who you're talking about? George Harrison, the third most talented. Beatle. Oh, easily numero uno. Three. One. Uh, and I'll <laughs> do Followed by Ringo. To carry the. And then, the, and then a course. tie for three or four. Yeah, Ringo no, did no. do act natural. Followed, followed by Ringo, followed by the drummer Ringo replaced, and then followed by the other. <laughs> that two. guy's name, Pete Best. Yeah. And to keep the rivalry discussion didn't he, going didn't a little he, bit. Uh, issue a, an album or a record called I The best, best of the Beatles or something along those lines. Anyway. Well, hopefully we have a decent connection. I think we're going in and out a little bit there, Johnny. We are live here at Wasatch Front Kia, 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 770 West, Riverdale Road. Come on out and see us. Not only do they have a, uh, a great selection right now, you can find a Kia to fit you. Gordon, you know, when to get them serviced, you better go someplace that you uh, you trust. Yeah. We'll do fine. There's no doubt about that. I My son-in-law took into a certain dealership and uh, for a service on something else and suddenly he had a problem with a different matter yeah. that had never reared up its size it's anything in any way indication and uh, that seemed a bit suspicious so you want to get a dealership buy from a dealership you trust yeah right? big, big deal cause... so you can bring it in and feel good about getting it serviced because you know what that is Gordon not worth it <laughs> not what worth that it. is is an yeah. absolute ripoff. That is not it. worth it. Uh, and they have a great service department here. Uh, the good folks here at Wasatch Front Kia, 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 been partners with the zone for years and years and years. Uh, we know these guys and they do fantastic work. So 770 West, Riverdale Road. Come on by and see us. We have some jazz gear for you as well. More next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. It's game week for the Cougars. 
when I break it down, down, down. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. Kalani Sataki and BYU take their undefeated record to Logan for a showdown against the Aggies. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch all the play-by-play action beginning with a Cougar preview show. Friday at 6 on 97.5 FM with the post-game show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.